Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. Go ahead and, and tell your neighbor today's message is titled Bread Alone. Bread Alone. Come on, look at that bread. Doesn't that look good? That's some good looking bread. Bread Alone. That's the exact picture that God gave me when I was like, oh my goodness, the bread alone right there. So good. All right, let's go ahead and jump into Deuteronomy. Who, who loves their Bible? Come on. Do we have some people that love their Bible? Come on. Some of, some of you are like, I haven't, I, haven't talked to, I haven't been in my Bible in a while. You know, we, we, we've been kind of on a hiatus for a while. But we're going we're gonna to read a whole chapter of the Bible. Are you ready? Just take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. Ready? One, two, three. Take a deep breath. Here we go. Deuteronomy chapter 8 says, Be careful to obey all the commandments I am giving you today. Then you will live and multiply, and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Verse 2, remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you, somebody say humbling you, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Verse 3, yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Somebody say bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Verse 4, for all these 40 years, your clothes didn't wear out and your feet didn't blister or swell. Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord, your God, disciplines you and your, for your own good. Oh, yeah, we totally believe that, right? Verse 6, so obey. Somebody say, so obey. So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land of flowing streams and pools of water with fountains and springs that gush out in the valleys and hills. It is a land of wheat and spring or, and barley and grapevines, fig trees, pomegranates, of olive oil and honey. It is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. It is a land where iron is common as stone and copper is abundant in the hills. When you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Verse 11. Oh, we're getting through this. Are you making it with me? Verse 11, but that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees that I am giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in, and your flocks and herds have become very large, and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Somebody say, be careful. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with, his po with, with its poisonous snakes and scorpions where it was so hot and dry. He gave you water from a rock. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. Verse 17. He did, it all, he did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Verse 18. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful 
in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Verse, verse 19, we're almost done, we're almost there. Come on, tell your neighbor we're almost there. But I assure you of this, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, worshiping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. Just as the Lord has destroyed other nations in your path, you also will be destroyed if you refuse to obey the Lord your God. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word. Lord, that is encouraging, that, it, that, that guides us, that directs us. Lord, that rebukes us, that helps us to see the truth. Father, that, that guides us through these desert seasons. And God, we just thank you that you're speaking to us today. I pray for every heart that is listening to this word today, that it would be ready to receive. God, that it wouldn't fall on hard ground, that it wouldn't fall on, 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 on the, the stony hearts. But God, I pray, Lord, that we'd all have a heart of flesh, ready to receive what you have this morning. And we give you the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Goodness, I got to drink some water after that. That's some reading right there. All right. <clears throat> Point number one for my note takers. Do I have some note takers out there? Point number one. I will be careful and obey. I will be careful and obey. Can we say that together? I will be careful and obey. If you'd like, I, I don't know about some of you guys. I'm, I'm a bit of a cheater. Is it, do I got any cheaters in the room? You like, you, know, you, 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 you like skip corners, you cut corners, you got some of those people in there? Yeah, it, let's be honest, right? right? You're like, if there's a shortcut on Google, you're like clicking that thing. I'm going around this traffic. Is anybody with me? So if you'd like, you can, you can join us on, on the Bible app, or you can get on our Living Stones app, because I already incorporated the Bible app into it. Um, but if you jump on there, I've got all my notes for you, so you can cheat. You don't have to, you don't have to spin your Bible and figure out where it's at. It's all right there in your phone ready to go, um, but you're more than welcome to cheat with me on that. Are you with me? You guys fired up? Oops, I just got out of my thing. I was going to say hi to the people online. What did I do? Push the wrong button. Here they are. Awesome. I want to say good morning to Carolyn McKinney. I love you. Thank you for your, for your consistency, always being on here every single week. Alex and Carrie Bush, the Bush family, love you guys so much. You're incredible. Um, Oh, we, oh, we've got guys from Estonia watching right there. It says, we love you and we miss you guys. Well, we're coming. Get ready, Estonia. We're coming. I can't wait. Monica Harper, so many others on here too. I apologize. Uh, refreshing it made it to where I can't see you anymore. Michelle Anderson, I did see that earlier. Yep, she, she did. Uh, we were praying for you, Michelle. We all prayed for you while in our, in our circle this morning. Do you see any more on there? No? Okay, good. Good, good, good. All right. Are you pumped? Are you ready to be careful and obey? Back in verse 1. Be careful to obey all the commands I am giving you today. Then you will live and multiply, and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. <sighs> How do we know that everything that God puts in our life is for good? How do we know that? doesn't always feel like that, does it? Like what good could come out of this? Are you with me? You ever feel that? Like, like something happens and you're like, what good could come out of this? Has, has anybody been in a desert season recently? Maybe you're in one right now. You don't have to admit it. But recently, right? It means the last 10 years you've been in a desert season at some point. And you wonder and you ask God, <coughs> where are you in this? Where are you in this? Where are you in this desert season? I love that all things come together for good for those that love the Lord. 
even a desert season, even a wilderness season, even a wilderness season. He's doing it for your good. Are you with me? Oh, man, that doesn't feel good. Pastor, why can't you give me something more encouraging? My desert season, my wilderness season is for my good. Romans 8, 28 says, and we will know God causes everything to work get together for the good. Somebody say for the good. For the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Come on. That means that every, <coughs> every outcome of our life depends on our obedience to Christ. Somebody say obedience. Who, who loves the word obedience? Oh, we got like two people who love the word obedience. Most of them are, are parents and they love the obedience of their children. Are you with me? Uh, or if you're a dog owner, you're like, I love it when my dog is obedient, not when they go and poo on the carpet. Are you with me? Right? Sometimes kids poo on the carpet too, but it is what it is. It happens. Obedience. Somebody say obedience. You know, I don't, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's hard to be obedient. It's hard to listen to God. It's hard to do what he says, especially if it's in a desert season, in a wilderness season. Are you with me? When, you're, when you don't have much to go on. you got to think about how the Israelites dealt with this stuff as they're walking through the wilderness and they're getting this food called manna and it basically tastes like nothing. It's like, it's not bread. It's like this flat, yucky bread. Anybody get excited about that, right? You know, if you went to the store and you bought your loaf of bread and it came out as this flat, yucky stuff, you're like, are you kidding me? You're taking it back to the store. You're, you're talking to somebody about this. Are you with me? This isn't what I asked for. This isn't what I want. The people of Israel were doing the same thing as they're being fed manna. But here's the thing. They were, they were sustained. Everything they needed was taken care of. It just wasn't abundant. It just wasn't, it wasn't tasty. Are you with me? Right? It, it wasn't Gordon Ramsay's, you know, manna. Are you with me? You know, it's, it's just not the same thing. But if we're careful to obey and we sit in that season with the Lord, we'll be sure to see the promise. We'll be sure to see the promise. You know what? I think sometimes the hardest thing is to stay in that wilderness season. Are you with me? How many of us are fighting tooth and nail to get out of that wilderness season? I'm just like you. We're all in the same boat together. But here's the thing, God is trying to teach us something. He's trying to, he's doing all these things for our good. He's like, it's good for you, I need you to go through this. Why? Because then when you're in that season, all you can depend on is him. That's it. That's it. You can't depend on that, that, that juicy steak that you got at Gordon Ramsay's. Come on, somebody. That beef wellington in the name of Jesus. You guys got to go have one. If you've never had that, you haven't lived yet. Just haven't lived yet. You're living on manna. That you don't even know it. Beef Wellington. Everybody say Beef Wellington. That's right. In the name of Jesus, Beef Wellington. So stinking good. All things come together for good. Even the manna. Even that yucky bread. Even walking through the wilderness, learning to, to trust God. You know, as, I don't know if you noticed while reading that scripture, but it, it said be careful. Anybody hear that? Be careful. Because when you're wealthy, when things are all perfect and good, you don't rely on God. A lot of the times, you just start relying on the things that you have. And he's, this, this word today is saying, it's not saying that God wants you to be poor. Don't mishear me. He doesn't want you to be poor and broken. That's not what he's saying. He just doesn't want all the stuff to have your heart. You see, if, if all we're living for is the beef wellingtons, 
right? I, I know usually I'm talking about double-doubles and all those things. I don't want to disappoint anybody with, with my love for in and out But, you know, uh, like these things that we enjoy, if that's all you're ever thinking about, that's all you're ever doing, you're never going to see the fullness that God has for you. When, when you're working at those, those, that, that business, when you're working at these relationships and you're trying to do all these things and you're, you're, you're sitting in this place of happiness but you don't have to rely on God, all of a sudden you just depend on those relationships and you depend on that job. You depend on these things to get you through instead of depending on Him. Is anybody hearing me today? Come on, come on. I think I've, I've preached most of the people out of this church so far. Telling the truth is hard sometimes, but it's good for you. Somebody say, it's good for me. It's good for me. It's good for me. Come on. <coughs> Sorry about that. His purposes are unlocked in our lives through obedience. His purposes are unlocked in our lives through obedience. When you're obedient with the little things, when you're obedient when it so doesn't seem to matter, when you're obedient when it doesn't make sense, are you with me? Right? When you're looking through your bills and you're like, man, I don't have enough money to get it done. And then you go to this restaurant and God tells you to go pay for that person's lunch. And you're thinking, I can barely pay for my own lunch, Lord. How am I supposed to pay for theirs? Are you with me? Obedience. God's purpose is unlocked in that obedience. Be obedient. Doesn't matter what you think about it. Come on. Doesn't matter what you think about it. Point number two. I will remember and be proven. I will remember and be proven. Let's go to verse 2. Verse 2. It's going to take us a while to get through this today. Can you feel that? We're only on verse 2 from a whole chapter. No, I'm just playing. We're going to skip around. But verse 2 says, remember. Somebody say remember. remember. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years. Remember how God got you through that hard time. You remember those hard times? You ever look back and think about how God got you through? It's amazing how we forget about them. It's amazing how, how that's so the past. Like, like, I'm not digging up the past, man. Like, I don't want to think about how God got me through that. I'm, I'm concerned about what I'm going through right now. Is anybody with me? Come on. Let's continue. Humbling you and testing you to prove your character and find out whether or not you would obey his commands. You know what's so crazy about that? God's not even concerned about how comfortable you are. He's concerned about your obedience. Like some of these tests are just to see if you'll be obedient. Like he's saying throughout all of this scripture right here that I have the promised land for you. I've been promising it for generations. It's sitting right there. But the question is, will you be obedient when you have nothing so that when you have something, I know that you'll still be obedient? You see, when, we, when all we have to rely on is God, then all of a sudden when he asks for something and you have that choice whether to hold on to it or be obedient and let it go, as soon as you let it go, all of a sudden he has room to move. He has room to show off. He has room to show you how, how faithful he is. So in that faithfulness, we start to see that if we can be faithful in the little things, we'll be faithful in much. Come on, are you with me? Wilderness seasons require us to rely on God. When we've been stripped of every type of provision, we are left with nothing to rely on but the provider himself. Are you with me? 
I think too often we, we look, we, we're, we're so concerned about the provision itself that we're not relying on God. Are you with me? Is anybody with me? Still here? Somebody say, God knows us. He knows us. He knows us. He knows our flesh. And he knows how we respond to provision, to good things. He knows us. He knows us. You know, the, the word for testing in this, in this verse is the word NASA. Can you say NASA? It's kind of spelled like NASA with an H at the end. NASA. NASA. NASA means tested and tried. Tested and tried. Somebody say tested and tried. He's testing us. And then I like the next one where it says the word prove. The word prove in Hebrew is yada. Somebody say yada. It's like yada, yada, yada. Right? You're going to have to be proven. And that word means to know, proven under pressure. Proven under pressure. The word to prove is to have the ability to withstand something damaging. So why do we go through wilderness seasons? So that we can withstand something damaging. How many of us have gone through damaging times? You ever had a damaging relationship? Come on. You ever had a, you ever had a job that seemed damaging to your family? Are you with me? You ever dealt with things that were damaging around you? I don't know about you, but I can just turn on the news and all of a sudden that my world just seems damaged. Are you with me? It's damaged goods, right? Our schools are dealing with this in a big way right now. Damaging, damaging to these kids as they're trying to figure out who they are. And they're getting fed all kinds of garbage. Are you with me? There's a humbling and a testing to prove your character and see whether or not you will obey his commands. Somebody say thank you for the wilderness. That was hard to say, wasn't it? It sure was. You're like, I'm saying it, Pastor, because you told me to, but I'm not sure I really believe it. I'm not sure I'm really grateful for it. But you know what? Without the wilderness, you wouldn't be tested and tried. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be ready for what's coming that could damage you completely. You need this wilderness season. Somebody, like, if you start to realize, I need this wilderness season. I need to be strong. You want to know why grapes grow so well in Temecula Valley? You want to know why? Because of that 115 degree heat. That's why. That's why. Because it makes the vine struggle. It makes it have to fight to get the nutrients out of the ground. Because the water is not coming. You know what happens with too much water comes? The grapes are no good. They're, they're too juicy. It's a problem. They, they get too full and too good, and then it's, it's no good. It makes the wine no good. But because of this place where we go through seasons, where we get the rain, we've got the rain. Hey, we got to see the super bloom, right? We got the rain. But you know what? We also know as, as it went from 57 degrees to 97 degrees over the last couple of weeks, we know the heat is coming. Like 90s, you're like, okay, well, I'm just warming up for the 115 degree weather. Right? You see, there's seasons and things we got to go through, and we have to experience these wilderness seasons where we're without, but that's what makes you strong. 
See, God knows what you're going to go through. And he knows the abundance he's going to give you. He knows the life he has for you. He knows it's going to be better than you can imagine. Flowing with milk and honey, that good. I mean, everything you touch is going to be awesome. But he also knows that those things will crush you if you're not prepared. Those blessings will mess up your life more so than the wilderness season. You ever realize that? I mean, look at, look at those people who have won the lottery. How many of them have just an awesome, blessed life after they won the lottery? Do you know what happens? Everything that they were before is now bigger because they have money. Are you with me? That means if they were a selfish person before, guess what? They're not any less selfish than they were now. Now that they have money. Are you with me? Some of us are like, you know what? I'll give more once I get more. Oh, listen, if you start giving now, God will give you more because he can trust you to know that you will give. Are you with me? You've got you to see how God does these things. Because money is, money is not the root of all evil. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. See, so many people get that mixed up. They think, I have to be poor. I'm going to take a vow of poverty. What are you talking about? That's not the same God that I'm reading about here. He's saying, I have promises for you. I just want to see if you're going to obey when you have nothing. Because if you'll learn to obey when you have nothing, when I give you something, maybe you'll have enough character to still obey. Are you with me? I can't tell you how many times I've watched people come into church and they're believing for something more, so they start giving in their poverty. Then God blesses them. It's almost the worst thing he could do to them. Because as soon as they get blessed, they forget God. Why would God have to tell this to his people? Because he knows them. He knows they're going to forget. They're going to forget and just be, oh my gosh, let's, let's have another Wellington. Oh, you know, they're, they're, they're delicious. They're amazing. Let's, let's, I'm taking everybody in and out. Let's go. Are you guys ready? You know, like the kids are all ready. They're like, let's go, Pastor. Are you serious? Let's go, man. Double, double, double blessing, double portion. Come on. I knew it was anointed by the Lord. Let's go back to Romans 8 for a minute. Romans 8, 29. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Verse 30. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them the right standing with himself. And having given right standing, he gave them his glory. Somebody say glory. Glory. God knows us. God knows us. He knows where we're weak. He knows that if he let us just win the lottery, we're going to mess up our lives worse than it already is right now. Those relationships that where you wanted to tell them what you really think, when you got a couple million bucks in the bank, you will tell people what you really think instead of rectifying a relationship. It's amazing because you don't care anymore. It's like, oh, I don't care what you have to say. Are you with me? It brings out the character in people. Somebody say thank you for this wilderness season. Thank you, Lord, for this wilderness season. I needed it. I needed it more than I knew. I needed to be humbled. Are you with me? So uh, some of us need to get to that point where you're looking in the mirror and you're going, I'm so grateful to be humbled, to know that I don't, I don't have it all figured out, that it's not all me. I, I love as we read in this scripture how, how, how good it is. He knows we're going to fall short, and he also knows when we're going to walk in his glory. We have to remember 
where all wealth comes from. It's not from our own power or ability. Because <coughs> our power and ability only comes from God. You ever thought about that? You know, I love when people, listen, if this is you, don't, don't get mad. Don't look away for a minute, okay? I love when people say, well, why should I give the church my money? Where do you think you got it from? If you didn't have the same skills and abilities tomorrow, do you think that your job would fire you? I guarantee you, if I could no longer speak, they wouldn't have me preaching up here anymore. Are you with me? Our gifts and talents, everything we have is given by God. Everything. And our tithe, the word tithe means 10%. When we give God our 10%, we're just giving back to him what he already gave to us. As a saying, thank you. Thank you for giving me the skills and abilities to have this job. You know, there's somebody praying for your job right now. Are you with me? You might even hate your job. But in the midst of it, God gave you the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the connections. Everything you have is because of him. And so when we stay in that place of humility, you've been praying for something that hasn't happened yet, and we're not even living in these promises that God said. Are you with me? No wonder we're in a, in a wilderness season. It's we gotta, we got to stop thinking on our own. Our, our thinking got us this far. Are you with me? <laughs> my stinking thinking got me this far. I need to stop using my way of thinking and start using his. Amen? Like, like the way that God does things is so much better than the way I would do things. Are you with me? Like every blessing that I've asked God for and that I've been mad that I don't have, I've, I've been frustrated with God going like, Where did, where's the thing you said, Lord? He's like, I'm still working something out of you, bro. i got to deal with your issues. Because if I bless you too much, you're going to mess everybody up. Are you with me? And so we got to figure out, God, what is this wilderness season for? What are you trying to do in me? Why are you testing my faith? It tests our ability to trust God. Can you trust God when things are good? Can you trust God when things are not good? That's the question. And can I tell you that most people, most people, I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about other people. Are you with me? Most people will not make it. Will not make it through that test. Most people will quit. Most people will give up. Most people won't see the promise still when everything else is going backwards. You have to hold on to that faith to know who he is and, and seek him more. Seeking him more means not just reading your Bible more. It means putting your heart on the table saying, Lord, I don't know my heart as well as you do. You know my issues. You know where I struggle even better than I know myself. I can't see because of the log in my own eye. Are you with me? And then you just allow God to work on your heart. Allow God to work in those little ugly places that you don't want anybody to see. Oh, we all have ugly parts in our heart. I got ugly parts in my heart too. I get mad. I say, I say four-letter words sometimes. Do we have, we have people who say four-letter words? I say four-letter words sometimes. They rhyme with duck and, and, and stuff like that. I like puck because I'm a hockey player. I like hockey. So I say four-letter words like puck. Yeah. But you know what? It's submitting your heart before Jesus, knowing that you don't have it all together. I 
can't tell you it drives me crazy when pastors pretend like they have it all together. It drives me crazy because it's a lie. It's a lie. It's something that's unattainable. You cannot be perfect. You don't have a perfect marriage. I guarantee you argue with your wife. Stop telling everybody that if you just do what I do, you'll be perfect like me. <laughs> Listen, you don't want my perfect marriage. You want your perfect marriage. Are you with me? Right? We, we work at our marriages together. You know, the, the grass is greener when you water it. Amen. Amen. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. Let's go to my, uh, my last point here. Ready? Gosh darn it. I knew this one was going to go long. It's good. It's okay. It's not bad today. Last point. I will remember and see his promises fulfilled. Come on, let's say that together with emphasis. I will remember and see his promises fulfilled. Verse 18. See, we skipped a whole bunch. We went from 1, 2 to 18. Verse 18. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. Somebody say power. Power Power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. The temptations to trust pleasures and provisions of this world will constantly be there. It will be so easy just to, like, you might not even know that you have this same temptation. You want to know how you know? Is when you say, if only I get that promotion, then things will be better. If, if only I got that dream job, then things will, you know, if only my husband would go to men's group then things would be better, right? We start, we start seeking after things of the flesh, and we think that life can't be good until this changes. But can I tell you, that's a lie. It's a lie from the enemy. Finding joy in the wilderness is knowing that you're close to God. You see, if, if God is, is taking you through a wilderness season, it's because he wants to do something in you. That means that he cares about you. Are you with me? All of a sudden you can get excited about your wilderness because you are someone of value. Because God is teaching you something and taking you through something and growing you through something so that you can experience his fullness. Are you with me? That's something you can get excited about. Now is it always exciting? No, it's not always fun. Can I be honest with you? There's plenty of times where I'm arguing with God going like this sucks and I don't like it. Is anybody with me? Like, there's times where I'm in my prayer time going like, really, Lord, do we have to go this far before something changes? He says, yeah. Are you ready to go that far? Are you ready to see the fullness of what I have for you? Or are you just going to stay in the wilderness and I have to do it for your kids? Because you won't, you won't have the faith. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. We don't want to wait for the next generation. We want them to grow on what we have, Right? Right? We want them to go so much further than us. Well, we have to have faith in those hard times. If you don't have faith in those hard times, your kids are going to have to figure it out because they didn't watch you overcome. They didn't watch you say yes to the Lord and see that blessing come. So now they're going to have to figure it out, hopefully. Or maybe it's their grandkids. Or maybe it's the kids after that. Or maybe it's generations that are lost. Are you with me? Somebody say the buck stops here. It stops right here, right now. When God says, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. It's not maybe. It's not if I can put all these things together, then it will work out. No, the answer is yes, even if it doesn't make sense. The answer is yes. Whatever you say, Lord, I'm in. 
Come on, if I can get some people like that, oh my goodness, we will change a nation. We will change a nation. You know, Jesus was faced with the same temptation as you and I. Come on. He was faced with that same temptation. The temptation of bread. Matthew 4, verse 1. It says, then Jesus was led by the Spirit. Somebody say led by the Spirit. This part is really important. It's really important. Led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Some of us think like God has left me because I'm in this wilderness. No, no. We were led by the Spirit into this wilderness. Come on. Are we seeing that? Are we seeing that this morning? We were led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Oh, that can't be right. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. Like I'd be teasing Jesus with some, with some in and out right now. Verse 3, during that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. See, he's tempting them. He's tempting them with some bread. We're all tempted with bread. We're all tempted to deny God for bread. Because I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I want a better life. I want it to look this way. I want prestige. I want, I want that nice car like my neighbor has. Are you with me? I want these things. I want my life to look like this. I want to have that lovey-dovey you know, marriage relationship. I don't want to go through this wilderness season. Come on, somebody. And we give in to it. Verse 4, but Jesus told him no. Somebody say no. no. See, we got to say no to that crud right now. We got to say no to that garbage right now. It's not about the provision. It's not about the stuff. God, I want you in my life, and I want you to smile down on me because I made that obedience decision to say yes, Lord, when it didn't make sense. When everybody around me said say no. Come on. Does anybody have those Job moments where it's like, his wife says, just curse God and die. He obviously doesn't care about you. He obviously doesn't love you. Look what he's allowed to happen to you. And he says, no, my Lord is good. He is good. And I will believe. And I will believe. And I will see the goodness of the Lord in the, day, in the light of the living. Are you with me? And we start to walk in a different light, in a different way. Because it's not about our circumstances that dictate our joy. My circumstances don't dictate my joy. You know what? When God calls us to do something even harder than what we're already doing, will the answer be yes? He says in His Word, I will search to and fro to see if there's anyone who believes. Will there be anyone with real faith? What is faith? Is faith believing when you don't have? Or is faith believing, saying, believing so much that you give away what you have? To say, God, I still believe. It can get that crazy with the Lord. He wants to know He has your whole heart. Because if He has your whole heart, then He can give you all the abundance. Because then it's wherever He wants it to go. Whatever He wants to do with it. Are you with me? It's not about the stuff. He's not a genie. Are you with me? He cares about you. He cares about you too much to make you wealthy so you'll ruin your life. Jesus told him no. The scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. It's important to follow and obey God. 
He has a purpose for every season in our lives. Ours is not to live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Did this message touch your spirit this morning? I hope so. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstones Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.